0: Uh, well, should we do a welcome back? Like, hey, in the middle of this COVID thing, we've taken a little hiatus. We thought Jake was COVID positive, so he quarantined for the recommended if three months. months.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we've been setting up our at-home studios. That yeah. is the lie that we
0: will run with. Yeah, it's taken us six months to get here. But...
1: Today's episode, The Iteration Station, returns, and we talk about the challenges of being a fully remote workforce. You're listening to The Iteration Station. Alright, welcome back to The Iteration Station. Brett, we are here. We're better than ever. We're set up in our home recording studios that are I imagine yours is just as fancy as mine. Oh, it's spectacular.
0: Absolutely spectacular. I've got and a we, wire frame for my computer here. It's just That's great. Amazing. Actually, I,
1: I'm just realizing now how much better this podcast is going to be now that we'll be talking over each other without realizing that we're doing so.
0: That's true. We'll have like a moment of lag where I'll, and then at some point I'll we'll be like, oh, no, no, you go ahead. No, you go ahead. And that's going to happen at some point.
1: So no free rides. I won't mention which software we're using to record, but at least we can see who is talking at the top. So I'll know to shut up. If I see your name come up
0: that that's fair. Would anybody else's name come up? Well, just mine. Okay. (laughs) But I, (laughs) but I know when I'm talking,
1: uh, okay. Well, you're ahead of me then. All right. It is, (laughs) it is the iteration station. Thank you for joining us again. It has been too long. A lot has happened obviously. And, uh, in it, just in the state of the world, in the state of the working world. Um, and we want to talk a little bit about that, uh, some, you know, agile in the time of coronavirus and in a remote world, how can you remain vigilant in your agile, in your agile practices? How, just some of our experiences as we kind of all are figuring this out together over the last few months or so. So, um, Brett, I mean, what, what do you think are some of the hardest things to deal with as a remote workforce when trying to stay in an agile mindset?
0: Well, I think like what sparked this conversation um, was we went back to the agile manifesto. We went to the principles of the agile manifesto and one specifically calls out that the most efficient and effective method of conveying information to and within a development team is face-to-face conversation. And so obviously that's been compromised in this in the state that we're in right now with the coronavirus and we're not allowed to uh get you know close to each other in close proximity and even then uh we've got to be wearing masks and all that so how do we still maintain that level of communication and i think uh we have to have uh it's sort of a hierarchy of communication standards so while we can't be in person face to face whenever possible we can be you know on a video conference call with each other Uh, And if we can't do that, then maybe we could be on an audio call. And if we can't do that, then maybe it's an online chat. And if not that, then we can always go back to email. So it's almost like this cascading effect of communication of like most efficient to least efficient. But it's still, we still want to, as much as we can, have that face-to-face conversation, just because we get so much more nuance and and the nonverbal cues. So how's that been working for you from a, I mean, like from an engagement standpoint, as far as
1: video calls are concerned, I, I mean, just where, where I've been, we've had several issues. One, culturally, everyone's already put a sticky note or whatever over their cameras. So you have to reverse <laughs> that mindset. Right. And then uh, beyond that, not only it in in the software we use for meeting, it defaults to the camera off when you're joining. And then on top of that, we have network latency issues when too many people's cameras are on. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. from, from your perspective, how have you seen like from, from an engagement standpoint, specifically with regards to video? Cause I think, I think we agree on that being the, the best form to show engagement and show uh, just good communication skills as best as possible. But I, I think in practice it can be a little bit trickier to to make
0: happen. Yeah, it's true. And it's, you bring up an interesting point the the latency issues, I I personally haven't really experienced a ton of that from like a group standpoint. And again, I'm not familiar with your software. We all use different I I'm I'm using a bunch of different uh you know video chat clients depending on who I'm talking to. Well, and, and, and them,
1: if any of them want to sponsor us, they are free to. That, but until then, right, they don't the get it. Still uh, <laughs> still
0: looking for sponsorship. Um, no, but most of them, in my experience, it hasn't been the software itself that's been having latency issues. I do have issues uh, sometimes people or myself included. Uh, that, you know, my personal bandwidth is compromised, or, you know, I'm at home with kids, and we've got one kid on Disney, one kid on Netflix, and, you know, somebody's on Facebook or something like that, and all of a sudden, you know, calls are being dropped. So that has been an issue. I think, so starting from the highest level, uh, as we should do with any meetings or any, especially recurring meeting or any large group meeting, we want to establish those kind of working standards and those working agreements. And so any meeting that I'm kicking off or that I'm starting, I usually say, we are video on by default. And we recognize that everybody, you know, is in a different location, they're in their own individual space. And so there's some people who might not feel comfortable that way, or for whatever reason, video on is not an option for them. Uh, I work with one person uh, who lives in Puerto Rico. And so He frequently won't have his video on uh, just because he's got poor bandwidth connections and and things of that nature. So he'll either be hot or something like that. So he usually leaves his video off. Um, But for the most part, if you just ask up front and say, let's keep our video on just so that we can be a little bit more connected, a little bit more engaged. I know when my video is on, uh, I'm not, you know, checking my email. I'm not on Slack. It keeps me engaged because I know people are, you know, looking at me and seeing, my level of engagement so it makes me put forth that little bit extra effort and i think that that's beneficial to that communication that we're talking about
1: sure so where's the where's the weirdest place you've taken a video call
0: uh the weirdest was i okay my wife uh, just had oral surgery to have some dental work done and i took meetings from the passenger seat of the car uh while I was parked in the parking lot, because I was not allowed to go in, but I was also not allowed to leave. So while she was sedated, I was just trapped in my car. Uh, I just kind of hung out there. So that's, that's where I was.
1: I was hoping you were going to say you were in a different dentist chair. Oh, that would have been awesome. It. Well, because then you'd have the lighting too, would be nice. Oh, like that, that, that could work really well. No.
0: What about you? Where's the weirdest place you've taken a call?
1: I, I, I was at the grocery store. So <laughs> now I, I know that the viewers, they really want to get to this this. Uh, agile talk, but I short, like during quarantine time earlier this year, uh, I had a, well, my wife had a baby, not me, but, and so I had some time off and all sorts of things were going on at work. Cause it was, it was like when things were starting to get real bad and we were starting to realize we weren't coming back. Um, and I was getting calls all the time, and not, not really feeling comfortable ignoring them given the, the state of things. And so I was on video on my phone, grocery shopping, uh, I, I think that was the weirdest that was fortunately that was before masks, which maybe that's bad, but
0: uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now looking back, we're like, man, what was I doing? Back it, then?
1: <laughs> yeah, like that was <laughs> when it was at to its worst too. Like yeah. the, the cases yeah. were spiking. So
0: I um, think actually though, I think you bring up a good point of like I uh, kind of bringing this back around to how we're, how we're being agile in this environment. And it's not just the, the ceremonies and the processes that we have in place, but it's the way that we do work. And we talk about agility. That's what it is. It's the way that we work. Um, and so I think that a lot of the times we're talking about coronavirus and you know, we can't do these things and we're trying to do the best that we can. But I think there's also opportunity that sometimes we miss out on. We're trying to replicate what we had in person, and sometimes we miss the opportunities that we have in front of us. There's now that we're all remote, there's nothing to say that like you can't grocery shop while you're taking a meeting. There's plenty of meetings, like we all know that like there's meetings where you need to be fully engaged and you're there. There's other meetings where you're kind of there as backup and information gathering and so it's okay to be multitasking in the meeting Um, yeah we've we've actually been encouraged uh on calls like that where it's
1: you know maybe it's a report out type meeting or or one that you're not super involved in to uh, just go for a walk around your neighborhood or wherever you are um just to get some exercise uh so that you're not sitting in front of your computer
0: (laughs) oh i think that's a fantastic idea i think that's great i like that specifically i'm glad i never heard of that but i'm glad you mentioned that because i feel like when I used to do one-on-ones when we were in person, going for a walk while having that conversation, to me, was extremely beneficial. It just that having that level of physical activity while you're having the conversation, I think, is really good. That's a really good, that's a, that's a pro tip right there for the for the agilists among us. <laughs> so I, I think my favorite part about that is it leads to these situations
1: where the walkers are, like, clearly out of breath. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so you kind of <laughs> have this, this fun dynamic. I don't know. I mean, it's, it's hard not to be reminded how how weird everything is right now. And, and when you get little moments like that, it's kind of just fun to, to at least be able to, yeah. um, and I, th- I, I just can't imagine how we can fit all this into one podcast. This will probably end up being a series, but because there's yeah. just so many different, like different aspects of it. It's not just our agile processes as you were talking about it. It's like the, the mental health of the workforce is kind of at stake here just because, you know, there's on, on my teams, there's a lot of younger developers who may live alone, uh, who now like? Who do they see? <laughs> like, right. what, yeah, that's that's not very natural or human state to, to basically be in jail, right? right. Yep. In your own house. So uh, there's a lot of interesting dynamics right now that makes some of this stuff tougher. But um, trying to bring it back to to some of the communication points, I think videos video is best, obviously, audio yeah. next best, and then uh, chat if you can if that's your last option. And I apologize if you hear my daughter. Uh, screaming in the background while we <laughs> do this.
0: No, I, th- I think that's fantastic. That's part of the new normal. Just like anybody could be grocery shopping or going for a walk or, uh, that, that's right. or well, I was at the beach or whatever. You know, <laughs> I mean, we can have our kids around too.
1: That's right. I was really committed to this podcast topic, so I, I had a baby just so that we could have some background noise. Is it
0: actually it your on. child or is it just like the noise of a child <laughs> on an app on your phone that you hit every time <laughs> and be like, ah, the childcare and working from home thing. You know, we're all, the struggle is real. Yeah, I've got. I've just got a soundboard open with
1: with baby <laughs> noises, I'm just playing it yeah. random.
0: Yeah, uh, no, it's fantastic.
1: So, um, yeah, what about like uh, for like ceremonies, for plannings, groomings, retros, things like that? What have What have you found is more difficult, and have Have you identified any strategies that help uh, to kind of alleviate some of those those difficulties?
0: Yeah, honestly, I the thing that I miss. This is going to sound ridiculous. The thing that I miss the most. Uh, The two things I miss the most about being in person are whiteboards and post-it notes. And there are tons of digital tools out there that try to replicate that, but it's still not the same thing as moving things around on a board or drawing something out where everybody can see. Um, Like, we can still see each other, which is good. We can still communicate and talk to each other, and that's good. And we still have our digital project management type software uh, and all those things still work the same way as they used to. It's just those interactions have been a challenge. So we have used some tools um, to, to help us kind of replicate that. Uh, and they work well. So the, the negatives are that they don't work as good as being in person. But one of the benefits I've noticed is we actually have these, like, long-term records now. And it used to be we'd go through this whole exercise with Post-it notes. And whether it's, you know, we're doing iteration planning or doing a PI planning event we're getting all the stuff up on a physical board. Um, but then when you leave that physical space, you either have to find a way to digitize that information or preserve it and remove it, uh, or, or it's just gone. Uh, you just have to remember what you guys decided on or talked about. And so <laughs> right. in this digital world, that stuff persists. And so it's exactly in the state that we left it at, and we can come back to it, and we can still reference it and still manipulate it. So that part's been really useful, I've found. Um, yeah.
1: I, I, obviously it's much better than having the next person who booked the room coming in and erasing everything you just wrote. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> how many
0: times have you written save this or do not erase on a whiteboard and then forgotten about it? And months later you come back and you're like, Oh wow. Nobody, I, I you guys saved my grocery list for the last three months. <laughs> like, that was unnecessary.
1: Yeah. It's actually, I wonder how many like zombie whiteboards are out there right now, just still alive from from no, January, and February with, <laughs> that's with, true. Imagine those plans that of what was going on then compared to now just with how much priorities have shifted as everything kind of is forced to go faster into this digital world that would be that would be a fun experiment
0: that will be well we're all going to experience that when we're eventually allowed to go back into our offices and we'll say like wow that long ago before covid this is what was important and you know what we still haven't gotten to it yet
1: maybe i don't know we've I, i know where we are we've got a lot of deep cleaning going on They're They're basically treating all of our offices like Chernobyl and just go. Yeah, and just yeah that's true. Taking care of everything. So, yeah. Um,
0: yeah. So about but, how have uh, your ceremonies gone?
1: I, I, pretty good. I mean, it's, it, it takes a lot of getting used to. Um, I think, especially for like scrum masters um, and product owners, it's a lot more difficult. Um, whoever's like driving the screen share. I don't know. I, I, everyone we're screen sharing now um has to kind of keep the flow going really well um just because you're fighting now so many more distractions than you were in a meeting room right i I mean if you start talking about a card that you know maybe only involves one or two people that might mean the rest of the team kind of starts online shopping you know Yeah,
0: yeah that is true
1: like it's it's the engage, it almost has to be like more engaging, which is not, which is actually harder to do now that it's not in person. So yeah, uh, we we've had some success. I've seen some people like trying to do like little like act, dumb activities to kind of keep the engagement up. Um, I think including business owners has become more important when, when and where possible uh, just to I make mean, sure that those, you kind of keep reinforcing the, the why um, behind some of those decisions uh, so that the, the, alignment stays in sync just yeah. because you don't you don't get as much reinforcement naturally as you would when you were in the office.
0: Yeah, I think that makes sense. Have you found business owner engagement to have increased, decreased or stayed the same? I initially, uh, it, it, initially
1: it increased too far. Uh, again, I I work in healthcare, so it was like, we got to figure out what we're doing like immediately to resolve some of this from like a public health standpoint.
0: Yeah. So Um, yours, your, the work your teams are involved in was directly affected by the coronavirus as well as the way that they work. Right. Yeah.
1: And I mean, it was good and bad. Um, and then after things started to settle down after you know the first two months of it going completely berserk, two or three months, um, it kind of went back to normal a little bit. And then now there's been a renewed effort just from an enterprise-wide standpoint to double down on agile practices and agility throughout the organization, not just IS or development, which is great, but then also to make sure that we're training and effectively managing those stakeholders to understand those processes, how their voices can get heard and how to better follow up on items uh, that they care about. And so that's actually been really great. Uh, we're starting to get better results there, not perfect yet, obviously, but um, continuing to build those relationships and uh, get that training and that culture shift or over, over towards a more agile environment, which is awesome.
0: Yeah, I think that's cool. So it sounds like what you're describing is you've gotten through the survive the survival mentality, and you figured out, all right, we can we can do this thing. And now you're getting into more of the thriving, like, all right, how do we make this better? Um, how can we improve on what we've built so far? That might be a little optimistic, but yeah, we're, we're, <laughs> we're
1: working our way towards thriving.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I think that's a, that's a key a key uh, kind of mentality to have. I feel like there was definitely a time when we were all in that state of kind of panic and maybe it wasn't direct panic, but the like, how do we do this? How do we make this work? Um, I think now is the time that we need to be transitioning to uh, yeah. Kind of what we touched on earlier. What are the opportunities that we have now? Like um, my family, we were talking before we knew what our school plans were that if our kids are going to be fully remote, then uh, if they're not allowed to go back to school in person, then what, what's to say that we have to stay in our homes and do homeschooling here? Why wouldn't we get an RV and just go around to national parks and other remote locations around the country? And, you know, I can work from there and we can kind of, you know, see things we wouldn't normally get to see if we had to be, you know, tethered to a, a school district. So. Yeah. I feel I, like I had
1: a, a team member took a week and was actually camping in the, uh, in like Northeast region, like in Maine somewhere and was, <laughs> I don't know how he had enough service, but was able to get on video calls and and still take that type of stuff. So, I, you yeah, know, it, I it does open fantastic. up those options. That's that's pretty great.
0: You know, as a as kind of a hidden value. Yeah, yeah. I think there's a lot of opportunity that we're we just need to pay attention to that. And I think that bringing it back to the agile processes, there there's opportunity that we have here um, to be more efficient. That we can we can cut out a lot of the the meetings that we have. And I've noticed that like. I don't know if you've had the same experience, but I feel like the meetings that I've been attending have been a lot more efficient because, uh, we're coming out of summer. And so kids are back in school now, but especially in that time when there's parents at home and they're trying to work and their kids are at home and they're, so as a parent, you're trying to play double duty. Um, and it just felt like if we were just kind of talking about, you know, whatever sports weren't happening or whatever, um, and we're like, I was wasting your time with your family, not just your time at the office. Like, it's like, it feels okay to waste time if we're at the office, but right. But when you're trying to give your kids lunch, I'm like, I don't want to invade that time. So I feel like the meetings have been very efficient. We get to the point and I can't count the number of meetings that we get done early. And we're like, all right, well, you guys all get, you know, 15 minutes back or whatever it is. So I think we've adapted fairly well in that respect.
1: Yeah. And I mean, it's kind of easier to I think a lot of that's like waste reduction and and a part of it's like, it's harder to waste time through a video call than it is in person. Um, You know, you can't really, you can't really talk about the weather and how it's (laughs) like something like that. Like there's just, there's fewer things you can have a shared experience about that aren't work related.
0: Yeah. Yep. I think it's absolutely true. So so I, I, you know, we've, we've
1: been talking a bit, what's as kind of maybe a parting thought, at least for this, this particular episode, whether this ends up being a series or not. uh, What do you think is like something, this is a hard question, Brett, so get ready. What do you think is, (laughs) what's something that each of us can do to kind of stay in that agile mindset despite being remote? Like what's, what's something that we can, again, each individually, collectively try to do to, to help stay true to our agile values, even though we're not in a, in a normal or in at least what used to be a normal world.
0: Yeah, that's a, that's a really good question, and this is going to sound—I don't know—this might sound too too squishy, but um, it might not be an agile practice specifically. But taking the time to respect each other's humanness and understanding—you mentioned earlier that it's not a normal state for us—and recognizing, like, oh, is the person I'm talking to? Do they live by themselves? Have they not had human, like, actual human, you know, face-to-face interaction in days or weeks even? Um, what kind of state are the people in? Who are the people that I'm engaging with? And how are they handling the current process? I think there's some people that I've spoken with people, like uh, developers that are very introverted, that do live by themselves. And they're like, I'm living my best life right now. This is fantastic. I can work when I want to. I get my stuff done. I'm really efficient. Um, They have other people that are just dying to get out and interact and go to a sporting event. Uh, So I think just understanding the people that we're interacting with, and respecting who they are and how they're they're dealing with the, the whole coronavirus and quarantine thing.
1: Yeah, I think I think that's a that's a good point. I think, yeah, that, <laughs> I mean, just trying to give each other a little bit of grace um, on yeah. that stuff. And and again, I think like respecting the lunch hour ends up being a big one too. And and that's been a push for us is like twelve to one. Try not to schedule anything because it's so yeah. easy to to just blow up that time. But it's also like the time that you get to be a human being around your house. <laughs> so, yeah.
0: Yeah. So, um, I think that's huge. I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. It seems like such a small thing to say, like don't schedule meetings over lunch, but it's so easy to do. And it's, it's such a, like, it's like a subtle, like nod to like, you're just a worker. You're not a person right. who, you know, has a family who is at home, who's dealing with other things outside of work. So I, I think it's a great call out. All right.
1: Well, great, Brett. Thanks. Thanks for joining me. Thanks for,
0: we're back. You know,
1: we, we are good. back. back and better than ever that's right Uh, smash the subscribe button Uh, (laughs) so uh i I think we might be revisiting this topic again but uh you know we'll be continuing the iteration station as we iterate on how we're recording it here live for all of you so uh thanks for joining me and I, i i'm glad we're back i'm looking forward to our next episodes
0: me too have a good one
1: all right you too see you brett bye jake